Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, it's IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players with special guest star, Schmoo. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the Christmas bunker here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, as always, a man who recently constructed a full-size nativity scene out of corkscrew pasta and his own personal earwax, the J-Man, <laughs> bitches. Any time now. <laughs> oh, come on, PTR. After watching J-Man's picks in the Bumwine Bob NFL Pick'em League, I think I'll just wait to see which side. After watching J-Man's picks in the Bumwine Bob NFL Pick'em League, I think I'll just wait to see which side he takes in the war on Christmas, and then I'll take the other side. Good call. Good call, James. Yeah. <laughs> and we're off, off to a fast start with BTR. Not really uh-huh. wanting to play the audios. <laughs> Did it even spin for you when you hit it, J-Man? Yes, it spun and spun and spun and spun and spun, and then it went, like, back to normal. So I thought, well, I'll try again. And and played it twice. You know, I I thought, well, I'll click it again because... What do you have to lose? (laughs) Well, yeah, why not? Very unfortunate. Why not? Anyway. But anyway, Jamie makes a very good point. Just take the other side. Whatever side I'm picking, pick the other side. The other side will win in a very disturbing, fluky, weird <laughs> fashion. <laughs> That's how it goes. They might intercept a pass on a two-point conversion and return it 102 yards for their own two points to win by one. <laughs> Kansas City did today. Yes. And that is the second time I have <laughs> lost on a defensive two-point conversion this year. Man. <laughs> well, anyway. So that's how my day is going, you, if anybody's wondering. What did you do to piss off the football gods, J-Man? I don't know, man. God hates me, I guess. I did a Facebook quiz yesterday that told me definitely I'm going to heaven, but I don't know. Getting mixed signals here. (laughs) (laughs) I guess because anyway, how you doing? Since he's putting you through hell on earth, he's going to reward you in the end with trip to heaven. I guess that's that's the plan. I guess. Mm -hmm. Anyway, how uh, how you be? How you doing? Oh, 
tired, cold. My right knee is wet. It's still wet. Only your right knee? Yeah, well, you know. I was working at the beer mine today, Jay, man. It's rainy, it's cold, it's windy. Mm-hmm. You know, the beer mine conveniently Terrible. located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road in Bagwine, Ohio. Well, I noticed that the uh, right front tire looked a little low. So on my way home uh-huh. tonight, so on my way home tonight, I stopped at Speedway, Speedway to get some of that high-priced Speedway air. I hear it's the best, though. So I threw my quarters in there. <laughs> and <if, laughs> so you know, of course, when I st- I stopped the car by the air thing, went out, put my quarters in, get the hose. Where's the valve stem, J-Man? That's right. It's at the bottom oh. of the tire. At the bottom. Yeah, so I had to get down on one knee, put that high-quality Speedway air in there. My knee's still wet. Yeah, Very you important. You down there and you, and you said, Just fucking dandy! I did. <laughs> yep, that's the way it always works. Mm-hmm. I believe and God's you know, name is mentioned as well. <laughs> and you know, the tire only tires seem to only go low when the temperature gets around I don't know thirty five degrees and there's a light rain falling and a wind <laughs> blowing. And yeah, all that exciting stuff. Yeah, the tire nailed that one today. Whew. <laughs> tire one, Matman zero. Yeah. And it was busy today. I wonder why are you people out in this god awful weather. Oh. Well, maybe people are uh, getting over their uh, their shock and disbelief as it got really slow for a few days after the election. Oh yeah, now it's uh, people are back to normal. Well, yeah, normal. They're, yeah. Yeah. You know, the only uh, the only redeeming thing that happened today at the beer mine was Schmoop sent me to the beer mine with a sandwich, J-Man. Nice. What kind of sandwich? What was on it? Tell us all about it. Well, I'm going to tell you. Bologna, salami, Swiss cheese, mayonnaise and mustard, and of course, J-Man, it was slathered in this. <laughs> and it's spinning. It was slathered <laughs> in this. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Yeah. Okay. Instead of mayonnaise, and instead of mayonnaise, and they should just say, "Would you like some schmoop sauce on that?" <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh boy, this is going to be irritating. I can say that right now. But you know what was really uh, unfortunate about the whole situation, Matt? What's that? They had no pickles. Oh goodness! <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, were there pickles in that a little bit later? 
No, we will. We will. Did you have pickles on your sandwich? No, that was Are you good. a pickle guy? Oh, I am no, a pickle guy. You don't do pickles guy, but... on your sandwich? Oh. oh, yeah, I do, but, well, evidently, Schmoop decided I didn't deserve them or something. <laughs> she probably picked up the jar and went, nope, not this time, Lone. <laughs> oh, and you know what's cute, Jay? You know, it's just on regular bread, but she co- cut cuts it into uh, four four squares for me. <laughs> she she cuts the sandwich in half and then in half again. Four little yeah, because I asked her to. Because when I'm at the beer mine, oh, I don't like the I don't like to eat the whole thing in one sitting. I like to spread it out. Right. I have you know. A quarter of it every hour and a half or so. Right. And seeing a sandwich cut in half with a bite taken out of it just sit there grosses you out, right? Yeah, it's just not the same. <laughs> okay. Does she cut the uh, crust off the bread for you? <laughs> no. Damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and you guys, you just go with the everyday white bread, right? Oh, no, we mix it up. But, yes, today it was just white bread. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do we have a good story good. from the beer? Yeah. But now, see, Friday was, while annoying, it was fun. Friday night at about 830. You know, I don't like to be bothered between 830 and 9, J-Man. Like to right. kind of decompress, take take stock of the day, try to figure out how I can improve my customer service. But uh, uh-huh. a little self reflection. Hey, thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this punk pulls in him and his girlfriend, and they're pretty young. He's all tatted up, got, got his <sighs> little dreadlocks, and. Uh, White guy? Uh, no, but that's irrelevant. Well, it would have been relevant if it was a white guy with dreadlocks. That we don't tolerate, but otherwise it's Well, that's a good point. All right, I take that back. Very good, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) I continue with your story. I I went out there, hey, hello. No, hello, J-Man. I didn't get a hello back. He's just staring at the... Give that man a rump. <laughs> he's just staring at the glass doors of the cooler, eyeballing all the beer. And he just keeps perusing back and forth, going one way and then back. And then, J-Man, by this time he's been there probably a full minute and a half. Then guess what he starts to do? What does he do? He's... He started price checking everything. That's terrible. Yeah. If you're going to go buy beer and you want to price check everything, go to the grocery store or a convenience store. While the beer mine is convenient, we're not a convenience store. Know what you want, (laughs) get it, move along. So I'm really irritated by now. He wants a 12-pack of Bud Light bottles. All right, you got an ID? He said, yes, I do. And I went, rats. I was hoping he wouldn't have one. Uh-huh. But he had it. 
born in 94. He was 22. <laughs> However, J-Man, as I... Math checks out. Yeah, the math checked out, except for one thing, J-Man, as I looked oh, at it a little more, a little more focus and a little more anger. Doggone it, his <laughs> license expired in 2015, and I had oh, to no. have a valid ID. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of a place that goes to such effort not to sell people stuff. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Why doesn't he have a new ID? And plus, it says you can't sell beer unless you, or buy beer unless you have a valid ID. And with with it being expired, it is no longer valid. So, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. No, that invalidates it when it expires. Yep, and he was pissed, let me tell you. But that's me. I said, I'm sure it is, but I need a valid ID. We're going back and forth. And this, <laughs> this guy who comes through every day, he's married to uh, my Facebook buddy who's the big Trump lady on the corner uh-huh. of <sighs> He starts yelling, hey, you leave my man alone. Leave that guy alone. (laughs) (laughs) And the dude drove off. And we had a good time. That was fun for all. Three of us guys. Could have had a a riot there. (laughs) Yeah, I would have been all right. Because my buddy, he's he's got his concealed carry license. So we're good. Yeah, all right then. So you told him to go get that uh, go get that driver's license renewed. Okay. Nah. Regular everyday person would and come back. Nah. I didn't even get to say God bless you. I'm just tore out. <laughs> if he gets stopped and he tries to lay that expired license on the cop, he'll find himself in the in the pokey. Well, I know. We're not talking that it expired. In the, it, it didn't expire this last summer. It expired yeah. the summer of 2015. That's ridiculous. It is. That's just lazy right there. That's just laziness right there. Or for some reason it fell through the crack and he got his license taken away, but they never got a hold of the actual license. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to always let my car tags expire. Back back before you could do it all online, it was really simple and easy. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I'd finally get around to doing it. I'd go down there to the DMV, and she would uh, always hand me this piece of paper and say, uh, do you swear that you haven't driven that vehicle since they expired? <laughs> and I'm like, sure. Sign my name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll sign that. What the hell? <laughs> oh, I prevented another sale today, J-Man. Oh, did you? Blocked another one, huh? Yeah, the, yeah I lost another one. Well, the guy comes in, he, first he said beer, and he said, oh, you got wine too? And I said, yeah, but I can't sell it on Sunday. He said, oh, okay. Why, why don't you give me that bottle of wine? I got cash. You can ring it up tomorrow. Get out of here. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> nice try, officer. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it was an officer. I think this guy was just stupid. <laughs> you never take any chances, though, with that kind of thing. No, but I would never would anyway. You know, they also, you know the the uh, alcohol beverage control people love to send, you know, pretty average everyday looking folk into places like the beer mine. Yeah. They try to entrap you, set you up. Yeah. Well, they do because I'll tell you what, it is kind of bullshit. I mean, yeah, it is their job to. One of their jobs is to prevent selling down to age, and I understand that. We all understand that. But if that's what you're doing, don't send on some. Um, 20 and a half year old who looks like he's 56. Okay? And that's what they do a lot of times. <laughs> you know, the, uh, uh, yeah, the, I can't think of his name, the dude who was on uh, American Idol a few years ago, Hicks, was his last name. He's like 22 years old and he had a full head of gray hair. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, yeah. 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 That's the kind of person they would send through if they really want to bust someone. <laughs> Right, twenty year old with premature gray, or you know, going bald uh-huh. already. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing glasses. <laughs> Bifocals, no less. <laughs> and a hearing aid. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they do. And then, of course, Jay, man. <laughs> I completed my first 63-hour work week. Well, it was 52 because I had to take off Thursday because I had a case of the Mickey Mouse hand. Yeah. That's very unfortunate. So I got yet another 63-hour work week coming up, and then probably another one and so on and so forth. And Breaking news, J-Man. Across yeah. the IWS radio teletype machine, it appears that drive-by Mikey has hired someone for Tuesday night, Thursday night, and Sunday night. And let me see. And they start next Sunday. Sunday. Oh. <laughs> well, all right, then. Yeah. So, so next Sunday, at least for at least for one week, uh-huh. you're back to noon. Yay! Yay! Yes, very exciting. And then, Jay, right. man, you know, I um, actually shared a picture of the new hire to one. Um, Beer mine Bess, and I told her we got a new hire that starts next Sunday. Bess had a bit of a thought about this new hire, and take it away. Mm. Take it away, Beer mine Bess. Hi, all. Beer mine Bess here. And let me tell you, Matt Man sent me a picture of Drive-By Mike's new hire for the beer mine. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, bitch, please. Even if you do last more than a couple weeks, you ain't ever going to be another beer mine Beth so stuff that in your Christmas stocking happy war on Christmas everyone <laughs> meow 
Man, bitches get after it, don't they? <laughs> bitches be getting after it. <laughs> a little cat fight brewing. Yes. Remember, you know, when, the, the, way, when the big cat fight breaks out, you want to be the one operating the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. Saying, oh, yeah, this is going viral right here. <laughs> there you go. Good old beer, mine, Beth. Who covered part of the day for me last Thursday? I appreciate that. And she's got a birthday coming up on the seventh. Yeah. So that was all my yeah, big excitement. Kind of, a, kind of a bad day to be celebrating a birthday, but yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah what are you gonna do? <laughs> so happy birthday, beer, mine, Beth. You didn't have, happy birthday, beer, mine, Beth. So that was my week. How was your week, J-Man? Anything exciting? My week was kind of busy. Yeah. Well, you know, nothing really big happened, but it was it was busy. You know, I had a lot to do this week. Uh, you know, after uh, being uh, out of town for the week of Thanksgiving, I had you know, had stuff sure. to do, had, you know, things to see, people to do, stuff like that. Right. Out and about, had to gather some items. Had to do some gift wrapping. Had to do some mm. shipping. Ooh. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff like that. And uh, I was at uh, Dollar General. And I was getting uh, packing supplies. Because they're cheap there. If anybody needs packing supplies, go to Dollar General. So Dollar- anyway, I was you know, getting the uh, crate paper to wrap the box that's going to be shipped in because, you know, the shipping companies like those boxes to be pretty plain. They don't like a lot of stuff on it. So, and the guy working the register, because, you know, everybody working, every cashier in America is a fucking comedian. <laughs> <laughs> he gives the, the crate paper and he, doop, and he goes, <laughs> Wrapping all your presents in plain brown wrapper this year? <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of funny. And I just, I just, yeah, I nodded. Like, good one. Yeah, yeah, good one. <laughs> and I told him that I, you know, I had to wrap a couple of boxes up to ship. You know, wanted to, you know, wanted to look good for the post office, or FedEx, or whoever's sure. shipping. Yeah. And, oh, good, good plan. Good plan. And then he told me that. Uh, he had ordered some uh, Lego stuff for his his little boy, mm-hmm. and Amazon sent it in a Lego box, and it wasn't wrapped or anything. Oh man! So of course, yeah. yeah. So, so when his son was telling him about it, he called him, work, tell him about it, and he said, <laughs> "Son, I hate to break this to you, but that's not what's in that box. I ordered a couple of tools from Amazon." Uh-huh. And they must have just used whatever box was handy. And I don't know how his son's his boy, he's a little you know little kid. And he was like, oh man. And so that night he gets home from work. His son's already in bed. He opens the box. He takes the Lego stuff out. He puts a couple of tools in. Uh, tapes the box back down. Or you know, the next morning he shows him, and his son's go, man, they shouldn't do that, Dad. <laughs> That's pretty pretty clever. Thought, it is, except that you're already lying to your son about Santa Claus, and now you're lying to him about the Lego 
man, setting a bad precedent here. You're going to lie to him all his life. <laughs> yeah, well, there's good lies and there are bad lies. Come on. That's a good yeah. lie. Yeah, I guess it's a good lie. He'll be happy when he gets his Legos on Christmas Christmas exactly. Day. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he probably won't look at him and go, you lied to me, Daddy? No, he probably won't do that. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that was it. That was the big. Uh, uh, that was the highlight of my week, really. Out and about all well, the time, going to all different places. Well, I got to give a shout out to somebody though. Uh-oh. Gotta give a shout out to the folks at Ship and Go here in oh. Redneckville, Arkansas, just down the street from the people pleasing place. Because I uh, took a, a box down there to be shipped uh, a few hundred miles to my north-northeast. <laughs> and I get home, and I suddenly remember that I forgot to tell them to put a couple of fragile stickers on that box. Oh, goodness. So I call them, told them that what I did, and the guy goes, no problem, man. I'll take care of that for you. There you go. Friendly customer service. The folks at Ship and Go. Excellent. And I'll tell you what, I yeah. can't wait to get to work Tuesday and find out what you sent from uh, Drive By Mike. Yeah, I know. It'll be, it'll be awesome. No, he uh, he has to. Uh, he'll have to do a little work if he wants to get to it. It's wrapped. Yeah. It's a uh, Christmas present inside of that box. I doubt he's going to. I know, and I'm going to tell him that. So don't mess with it. I'm going to tell him that as soon as I talk no. to him tomorrow. I don't violate the sanctity of the Christmas wrapping. Yeah, well. You're free to open it anytime you want. Thank you. But, Appreciate that. And I have an inventory of what's in that box. Anything's missing. <laughs> okay, oh, that's good. It's on the police. It's on the police, Sonny. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that guy. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I've worked for him for over nine years. I still don't trust him. <clears throat> so anyway, yeah, so that's it. That's what's going on here. Had the big trip to uh, to Omaha for for Thanksgiving. Yep, and how'd that time. work out for you, Jay Man? That worked out fine. I was uh, I was right. My prediction. Got a Toyota Corolla this time. Oh. I, pre- I predicted it would finally happen. I keep reserving, you know, uh, standard or intermediate or whatever the heck it is, and it says Toyota Corolla or equivalent. And I never get the Corolla. This time I said, I bet you I'm getting the Corolla, and I did. Badass. It was purple. It was purple. Awesome. <laughs> it had a backup camera on it, which is kind of cool. Ooh, fancy. They did not have XM satellite radio, so that was a bummer. No, very important. But it was a uh, – It you could switch it back over into a, a manual shift, and it had the little paddles on the steering wheel to shift, up shift really? and down shift. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't do it. I left it in automatic because yeah. I was sure I would you – know, first time I tried to shift – it would make some really, really bad, weird noise. and <laughs> yeah, Of course. 
Yeah. And I tear it up as I do. So just let it go like that. But it did okay. It was okay. It's all yeah. right. A little weird. Okay. A little quirky. Odd little Pick- cars. If anybody has one out there, they probably understand what I'm saying. Sure. But yeah. Yeah, we had a pretty good week. We hit up uh, Trader Joe's a couple of times, Costco, mm-hmm. Benson House Brewery, uh-huh. uh, Bricks. Bricks uh, is a uh, it's a it's a high end liquor store, fancy, and it's a restaurant. Oh. And so we decided we'd get lunch while we were there. And it was getting kind of late in the day, <clears throat> so we didn't want to have a big lunch because, you know, we had plans for dinner. So, <laughs> so we decided we would all just order the grilled cheese and fries, right? Nice. Three different kinds of cheese, cheddar, provolone, and uh, uh, smoked Munster or something. Anyway, it sounded good. And the wait person, the lady waiting on us, says, I'm sorry, we're out of grilled cheese. Oh, why did I know this was coming? <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> Who runs out of grilled cheese? <laughs> and I was like, you know, we don't need all three of them. If you got two of the cheeses, that's cool. She goes, oh, we don't have any. God. <laughs> I was like, what are you like? You like you like, are they frozen? You know, you take them out and microwave them and serve them or something. God, that was the weirdest thing ever. We're all just sitting there looking at each other, like, well, okay, okay. This has never happened so, to you when you go up there. Yeah, never. Other than you know, KFC being out of chicken one year and uh, <laughs> another deli being out of the uh, Black Forest ham another time. <laughs> So anyway, out of out of grilled cheese, so I uh, I have a cheeseburger. Now here's the thing: they oh, had boy. cheese for the cheeseburger. Oh, what's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, the cheeseburger was was it was good. I mean, it wasn't uh, I don't know fourteen dollars worth of good. Holy, <laughs> it was a God. good cheeseburger. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty skeptical of the $7.50 grilled cheese. Well, <laughs> I actually didn't even realize what the uh, burger cost. I didn't because I was stunned. I was reeling from the lack of uh, grilled cheese action. Sure. Well, you know, when you have a cheese shortage, those prices go sky high, Jamie. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Very unfortunate. There we go. So that's uh, luckily the week went better from there. And I can that's talk good. about it more later, if need be. If sure. we, oh, if we sure. run out of time, or if, you know, or if we have lots of time and nothing to do. It's, uh, your Thanksgiving? How was it? Was it good? Oh yeah, it was fine. 
Yeah, we did well with the leftovers. Not much got thrown out. That went pretty well. Four days of leftover green bean casserole, huh? Yeah, green bean casserole, scalloped corn, turkey, and um, sausage stuffing. Excellent. Didn't have to make a Um, domestic violence call either, so that's a plus. Oh, that's very good. That's very good. We have some breaking news here, Matt. Oh, my God. We got the uh, Carolina-Seattle game on in the studio here. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I can tell you that Derek Anderson started at quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Really? Huh. Yeah. Cam Newton standing on the sideline. I don't know what's going on, but he threw an interception on the first pass. So whatever the big plan was, <laughs> I don't think it was a good one. <laughs> oh, boy. So anyway, there's your little update on that. And uh, so back to your uh, Thanksgiving. Chicken, br- or the, uh, chicken, chicken, chicken breast in the crock pot. Turkey breast, J-Man, turkey breast. Turkey breast. In the crock pot. With the chicken broth. With the chicken oh, broth. Oh, yeah, with the chicken broth, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Came out most fun. To give, yeah. your, to give your turkey that chicken flavor that you love so much. Well, sure. I would have it no other way. <laughs> I guess it was, we had turkey. We had turkey. <laughs> and J-Man, let me tell you, not only did we remember to throw the rolls in the oven, we didn't burn them this year, so nice. Yes, you know it's usually one or the other on our rolls. Uh huh. So. All right then. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do, Matt. What's what's what? See who's in the let's chat. Do this. Who is in the IWS chat room? Brought to you by Heavenly Senses. We invite you to discover our line of home fragrances from around the world. Fill your home with our unique and delightful aromas. And make your home a heavenly palace. Visit heavenly-senses.com today. How you, how you doing, huh? Right. Yeah, baby. Oh, hey, hey, baby. Yeah. And uh, we understand uh, from the Twitter machine that Cam Newton did not start because of disciplinary reasons, but it must have been something Good. during pregame. Must have wow. been something during pregame because uh, there was no uh, discussion of it earlier today. Anyway, to the chat room. Where there are no disciplinary issues, well, there's one guy that might get out of hand every once in a while. Yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some guests in the chat room just hanging out, just sitting yeah. around. Probably, sure. probably, uh, probably got something they'd like to say to us, but they can't because you know guests cannot participate in the chat room. Very unfortunate. I wish there were, there was a way that well they could do so. I do too. It'd be great. Oh, wait. There is a way, Matt. There is. Oh. All you have to do 
If you want to participate in the chat room, just go to blogtalkradio.com and register. It is free, fast, and easy, just like your host. Hell yeah. Yeah, you can even sign in through your Twitter or Facebook account. Sure can. Crazy. It is. Yeah, so hello to the, the guests there and, of course, all the people on their mobile devices listening all over the world on their iPhones, their iPads, their Androids, what have you. Hello and welcome to them. And also in the chat room, people who registered with Blog Talk Radio so they could participate if they felt like it. We, of course, have uh, right there leading off good old senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft, is here. Who is the man bringing the cheese to that land? Bobby! Right on, makes us feel better when he whips out his sharp cheddar. Bobby! Word T-Monster, he's the man with his curves and way in hand. Bobby! He's a bad mother, shut your mouth. Oh, yes. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm glad... I'm glad Bobby wasn't with you when you went to that restaurant that was out of grilled cheese. Boy, that would have been that would have been ugly. He would have lost it. <laughs> <laughs> and also with this another guy who is probably best that he wasn't there in the great grilled cheese incident. Uh, 2016. That is our senior <laughs> foreign correspondent, Mr. Guy on your dick. Yay, that man, Guy on your dick here. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't sound to be himself this evening. I, <laughs> I hope he's okay. <laughs> I hope he is too. Wow. All right, then. Probably, had a, case, probably awesome. had a case of Heineken too much. That's okay. Yeah, probably so. <coughs> Spent a little too much time with Stella Artois. Probably, <laughs> probably so. Dancing in the rain. <laughs> something. So, anyway. Also in the chat room, registered... With Blog Talk Radio, yet still refusing to participate in the chat room. Always quiet, <laughs> always minding her own business. Miss Sue C.M. is here. This is the C.M. This is the C.M. This is the C.M. Baby, where you been? Susie C.M. Here with us this week, once again, the man you do not want to mess with. Don't want to get on his bad side. No. Don't want to take any chances with him. No. Just smile and nod to whatever he says and go along with it and you'll be okay. Exactly. <laughs> the mayor of Marion, Ohio, Mr. Jesse Ferg. 
Hello, my name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. And last but absolutely, positively, not least, Mm-mm. in the chat room, Breezin in Dahama. Oh, yeah. Getting on with her bad self up there in Canada, mm-hmm. our Canadian Bureau Chief. Number 11, number 11 on your scorecard, number one in your heart, Miss Jamie Maple Leaf. Jamie Maple Leaf, breathing naked neath the sheets. get your wiener out? <laughs> yeah, we got it out. Okay. Everything's okay now. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the wiener is out. <laughs> the wiener is out. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah, Miss okay, Jamie yeah. Maple Leaf, the apple of drive-by Mikey's eye. <laughs> uh-huh. That wasn't creepy at all, was it? Not at all. Uh, a little worried about that. Yeah, it's gonna. It may get ugly when he shows up at the IWS Christmas party here in a couple of weeks. So I'm keeping an eye on that. Uh huh. That's gonna be a good time. Oh, Coming up on the eighteenth, I believe the eighteenth is this year's. Office Christmas party. Yep. So hopefully at noon. Yeah. Hopefully at noon, so that we can uh, (laughs) sleep it off in the afternoon and then get back after it that night. That's right. Have a little little group siesta about two (laughs) fifteen. All right then. So that was the uh, the witty banter portion of the show, and I I gotta say that was. uh, it was definitely bantery and I think witty this week myself. It was somewhat witty, yeah. I thought it was pretty good, especially for being an awful week. I think we, right. we did pretty well. Shaking came off in, the you know, pretty good. Yeah, came in with a pretty good attitude. And, yeah. uh, you know, BTR with a little bit of a hiccup there, but I think things seem to be going pretty smoothly now. They do. Yep. So who is our uh, our state sponsor? Of the witty banter of the week. Well, Jay, man, I'm glad you asked. Ladies and gentlemen, 
this week's sponsor of the Woody Banner has been the Palmetto State, the great state of South Carolina. Ooh, all right, Christian America, South Carolina. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm not, <clears throat> I don't know about you guys at home, but uh, I would like for Matt to lay a few South Carolina these. Hang on, on to your britches, boys and girls. It's time for an IWS Radio Super Happy Fun Fact. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said, South Carolina, the Palmetto State, capital Columbia, and also home of the oldest living thing of the Mississippi River. And I'm not talking about Larry King. No. (laughs) I am talking about the angel oak. It's an oak tree, oak tree on St. John Island, estimated to be 1,500 years old. Says who? (laughs) Says the folks of the Palmetto State. Well, wow, that's an old tree right there. Yes. J-Man, ladies and gentlemen, did you know, as you know, Georgia calls itself the peach state. South Carolina produces more peaches than Georgia. Shazam! Yes. How about that? Yes. had no idea. None. Oh, I know. I bet you didn't know about this either. Did you know that in South Carolina... It is illegal to fish with dynamite or a yo-yo. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> no. The dynamite one I get. Had... I don't know about the yo-yo. <laughs> I understand the dynamite. Uh, we have that same law in Ohio, but I don't understand why they had to pass a law prohibiting yo-yo fishing. I don't know who would be into that. Well, well the uh, whichever of the Smothers Brothers does all the yo-yo tricks. <laughs> well, it's so. Maybe he, maybe he uh, went to South Carolina once and put a little worm on his yo-yo and teased the fish with something. Yeah. Got them all worked up. Hey, man, did you know that in 1969, tragedy struck Chester, South Carolina? No! God, please, no! 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 Yeah. Yes, in Chester, South Carolina, 1969, there's a, there was a big Cremora plant, you know, the, the powder uh, coffee creamer. Well, they had a little accident, uh, and uh, oh Cremora boy. blew out of the vents of the factory as it was raining and Cremora rained down over the city of Chester, <laughs> South Carolina. Ooh. But that was a little weird. Yeah. You can't get this kind of information just, just anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, do people go outside with their with their coffee mug and just like, you know, Probably. get some free cream? Probably. 
So I'll end with this, J-Man. If any of you out there listening or in the chat room or both or whatever, and you're a fortune teller and you want to move to South Carolina, be prepared. Fortune tellers in South Carolina must obtain a permit. So. Fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Yeah. Probably got to probably got to get a yearly inspection on your crystal ball too and stuff like that. So. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's up to code. Right. Well, uh, that is fascinating. South Carolina is a pretty amazing place. Sure. And uh, a lot of good music out of South Carolina, Matt. A lot oh, of good I music. know. Peebo Bryson, you know, came from South yeah, Carolina, and some uh, some good uh, country music. Of course, there's the uh, Darius Rucker. Oh, yeah. Yep. And uh, came out of South Carolina. And that is good old Southern Rock. Oh. Just like, say, maybe the Marshall Tucker Band. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, Hell yeah. Yes. <clears throat> All right, then. And, Matt, we have a caller. I was going to say, J-Man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have a caller. 612. You're with stupid. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. All right. How you doing? Doing good. Um, I just noticed the description of the show on Block Talk, and if I could just add, uh, you guys said that there's that, that there's no actual war on Christmas, and I think what's really going on is it's just a war against Christianity in general by liberals and seculars in this country, and Christmas just happens to be part of that package. So it's not a mm-hmm. direct thing against it, but it's just simply trying to undermine Christianity as a whole. In this country, which mm-hmm. we've seen done more and more. But the, the the war is on the uh, Christian aspect of Christmas, not just you know the holiday. Yeah, yeah, the holiday. They want to take all the yeah. yeah. They they, they yeah. want to do away with the uh, with the uh, religious side of it, like the religious yeah, music. Exactly. You know, keep it secular, right? Right. No, oh, okay. So who you think exactly that? Is- who exactly is undermining undermining Christianity? Yeah, it's Thank basically you. since the 60s you've had 
movement from the in the liberals and progressives in this country to try to make America more secular, and then with that, and they push it towards you know socialism. And so one of the fundamental things with that is to get rid of religion. We've seen this happen in every communist and socialist regime that's ever gotten to power. They've pretty much banned religion and brought in atheism as sort of like the state religion. And so what we've seen in America is this push away from our Christian heritage to this secular stance and then trying to make it seem as if secularism is the default position. And if you look at the media, the media presents things as if you know, the majority of Americans are secularists when still this country is still 70% Christian. So, and, you know, atheists are a tiny percentage of the population. And probably even higher than that, probably closer to 80%. Yeah, it is closer to 80%. I don't hear anyone in the media, MSNBC or any left, even left-leaning networks say most Americans are secularists. And I don't know. No, they're not, they're not asking that. to do away with Christmas. And I, I didn't say that they're, they're saying that they're not Christians. I'm saying they're trying to present secularism as the as the mainstream thought. They're trying to downplay mm-hmm. Christian thought and, and impact from a philosophical standpoint on our culture. Our cult. They're trying to convince the culture to be like, and we saw it in the election, for example. The, the the media had created this illusion that liberal political correct thinking was the mainstream of the country. And so they were so shocked with the election results because they had built that illusion and they were they had assumed that was the case and they were surprised to find out it's not. And that's what I'm trying to you know, that's what I mean by by that statement. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Christmas Christmas has become more secular over the last forty 40 years, not because of pronounced secularists, but because of the commercialism made of Christmas and made of commercialism made of Christmas by Christians. Yeah, that's a good point. It's so heavily commercialized that they want it to uh, appeal to the masses. I don't want to... Uh... They don't want to make it Jesus, religious. They Jesus, want to make it secular. Yeah. And Jesus gets lost in all this commercialism, perpetrated, as I said, by many Christ, most Christians. And, uh, and that's it's the same reason that there's barely a Thanksgiving anymore. Okay. All right. Your thoughts, if any. Six one two. You still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Okay. Well, what's your name? Uh, Michael. Michael. Well, Michael, we appreciate you calling and uh, giving us your opinion on that. That's a pretty well thought out opinion that you have there. You came with some facts. You uh, did a good job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. And if I could just ask one last question, um, are you guys yeah. would you guys consider yourselves Christians or atheists, agnostic, or I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I would consider myself a Christian. And we both work. okay. So, oh, I see. So you guys, no. uh, you guys don't sense that at all, like, because I mean, I've been, I've been an atheist most of my life. I just became a Christian recently. So you guys don't sense 
this an anti-Christian sentiment in the media and in the academic world and in pop culture in general? You don't see that? No, I don't. I, I don't, don't think it's any. I don't think it's any stronger than the. Uh, it's. I don't think it's any stronger than the people who are trying to force their religious beliefs, their Christian right. religious beliefs, on everyone else. I think. Like, who, you know, who's trying to force anyone to become Christian? Oh boy. It's like, you know, oh, you know, uh, Jesus wanted us to win today. God was on our side. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think God really cares. Yeah, I can make football one off. See that all the yeah, time. Yeah, how, how would that be, how would go, that be forcing it? For example, if someone's expressing their their religious beliefs and they're, they're thanking God, for example, if, how is that forcing it on it on, You're pushing it on people all the time then, you know, it starts getting to be a little ridiculous. What, 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 do you, what do you mean? Okay, well, define pushing it on. Well, you, you mean trying to make someone well, like push you, it, or you right mean now, someone I expressing? I think you right now, you are, you're, you're pushing your religious belief on us right now. You're, you were stunned when we told you that we were Christian, and you don't seem to really uh, believe it. But, you know, it's possible to be Christian without telling everybody what a great Christian you are all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, again... That's a that's a look 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 what you just said by telling people you're a great Christian all the time. All right, so if someone, for example, exactly. take a Tim Tebow. Let's let's use Tim Tebow as an example. After Tim Tebow wins a game or has a whatever, if he thanks God and thanks Jesus, how is that's that fine. wrong for him to express that? And how no, is that pushing his beliefs on other people? No, no. Well, that's, that's what you just said thing. earlier. You just no, said no, no. I said to, no, no, no. Hold on, don't don't hold on. I said. Athletes claiming that God wanted them to win. That's not the same thing as thanking God for the opportunity to go out there and play a, a game and win. That's not the same you, thing. Okay, can you name can you name an athlete who's done that? Like of any repute or any way? Time. Okay, name one. Sure, all the time. I, 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 well, <laughs> Kurt Warner, who I love. I'm a huge Kurt Warner yeah. fan. He clearly stated that, you know, that God was on their side several times. Lots of athletes have, entertainers have. You know, it's weird because you, you watch uh, you know award shows all the time, and these people get up there and they're thanking Jesus, but yet you watch Bill O'Reilly and he tells you that you know oh, Hollywood is completely atheist and secularist, and well, you know, and of course it's run by the Jews, which you know we won't get into that now. Okay, so we, let's go back to your original point. This was like a roundabout. The original statement was people forcing their religious beliefs on other people. And the, and the things you presented mm-hmm. were athletes and entertainers well, who thank God or think that God helped them be successful. Well, and, they and, were people who, and people who say, you know, who come and say, oh, well, America is a Christian nation. Uh, we were founded on Christianity, which we really weren't. Well, we are. Yes, we, we are a majority Christian nation. No, we weren't. I mean, if you look at our founding documents, most of the, the majority of our principles mostly, and our laws. Our founding fathers were mostly deists, and they wanted a secular government, and they didn't want it to be a, a, a Christian government. You know, no, no, no one said, no like one said it was Huckabee. a Christian government. You know, people like Mike Huckabee who says we should replace the Bill of Rights with the Ten Commandments. I mean, but Mike Huckabee's mm-hmm. broken most of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> well, that, that that's aside the point. That doesn't that doesn't now validate your your that's, earlier statement when you said you well, said that the country president. was not wasn't founded on Christian on Christian on Christian principles. I mean, our founding. Our constitution is, is is based on this concept that human rights and human value comes from God. 
not from a government or a system of thought. That's what that's a basic foundational point in our constitution. That's what separates America from the vast majority of socialist leaning countries that and also disagree with that principle. Very very uh, uh, very clear about our right to uh, our, our our freedom of religion or our freedom from religion. Yeah, no, will no, or not. yeah, you can worship, worship as you all. will, but like, like that doesn't mean now you people have the right to play revisionist history, which has been done in a lot. The founding fathers defined people in this country as a bunch of theists. That's a false claim. I studied this extensively. I used to, as an atheist, I used to argue, I used to make that same argument against Christians when I was in college, and that's just simply not true. Benjamin Franklin denied, was unsure about the very existence of Jesus Christ and God. Yeah, and Benjamin Franklin was in the very is was in the minority. The vast majority of the font and the people who signed both the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, all all of them. I mean, we're talking about like ninety percent of them were what we would consider an evangelical Christian or a born again Christian. That's the majority of them. I don't know that. I've I've studied this extensively. You know I've read their personal writings. Oh, good. I'm just telling you, it's a fact. I mean, I don't know why people. I don't know why people feel the need to try to distance Christianity from America's history when it's. Well, they're they're synonymous. I mean, they're they're you know fundamental. That the, uh, you know that the the pilgrims didn't uh, celebrate Christmas. They wouldn't allow it. Yeah, because because Christmas yeah. is quote unquote not even really a Christian holiday. But there you go. All you got to know about it of our history is just look at a guy like Alex de Tocqueville in the 1800s when he came here from France, a journalist to actually study and research American culture to try to understand how America within 50 years surpassed all the European powers economically. One of the key things he pointed out when he, when he researched the country was he was blown away by how much of an impact Christianity had on the culture and how the things that they were hearing at church on Sunday would impact their work ethic, their integrity, how they dealt with one another. And he said that had a widespread impact. And so, again, people who, for whatever reason, I've noticed this, are trying to act as if America is like this secular country that's founded on separation of church and state. That's a bunch of BS. Christianity is deeply embedded in the culture of this country and is the fundamental shaping of this entire nation and our history where why we're at where we're at and why we were so successful. No, no, and I don't know why people it. feel they need to want to be, you know, like like you have to be ashamed of the fact that we America was was a Christian country. I don't get that. And that's only well, because of the media and the academic world has tried to shame us into rejecting Christianity as if we need to be ashamed of it. Literally, no one is no trying to reject Oh boy. No one is trying to make people reject Christianity, but you touched on it. It was based on the separation of church and state. Yeah, separation of church and state didn't mean a complete rejection of, of it in the culture. We're talking I know about it the is. government and I'm saying it's not be, Christianity is not being rejected unless someone personally rejects it. And plus, if you study a little Gospel of Matthew, you would know the best place to pray is in your house and quiet and not out in public. Yeah, that's I can't, that's, that's a false uh, no, interpretation not. of what you just said. It's talking about prayer no, versus not. preaching. For example, Jesus said when, when you preach, he said preach in all, to all the world and to all the nations. And the word preach from, comes from the Greek word caruso, which comes from a public herald or public cry, someone who would speak loudly in a public marketplace. When it comes to praying, he what he was talking about was how the Pharisees wanted to look religious and spiritual in front of people, but in private they had no actual connection to God. So when we talk about when it comes to prayer, prayer is supposed to be an intimate thing between you and God in private. Preaching 
is something that was encouraged and pushed very heavily by, you know, both Jesus and all the apostles. That's what they did. Okay. There we go. Well done, Michael. Thank you. We need to move on. We've got a lot of show okay. to do here, but you did a great job with your call. We thank you. You're, <laughs> you're cool, welcome man. to call you back. Yeah, you you're welcome to call back. I'm talking to you. All right. All right. Yep. Bye. Respectful young man right there. Yes, excuse me? <laughs> What'd you say? Nice, respectful young man right there. I said okay. a nice, respectful young man right there. Yes, he is. Excellent call. Okay. All right. So we'll get back into it. We're, uh, we're past the top of the hour, Matt. Yeah. We're a little behind schedule now. That's okay. It's okay not being passive aggressive. No. <laughs> All right, then. You want to hit up our uh, – you want to get Bobby uh, – Buddy Acapella out, and uh, we'll, get, uh, we'll get things back on, on track. You just want to do a bad song? You want to do our bad songs, J-Man? That's fine. Okay. Yeah, we'll just do our bad songs. We'll make up a little time that way. We'll make up time sure. in the air, like they, the airlines always say they're going to do. Sure. <laughs> Buddy Acapella. Take us away. The music is atrocious. The lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey! Hey! All right. Want me to go or you want to go? I'll go ahead, Jamin. Go ahead. You go ahead. Okay, I'll go. This isn't really a a war on Christmas or Christmas song at all. It's just a bad song. But it does, you know, have hey. magic in the title, and Christmas is a very magical time of year. So, you know. sure. <laughs> Jesus was a magician. He turned water into wine and all that kind of stuff. Yes, he did. So, <laughs> so, so here's here's uh, Bruno Mars with Twenty Four oh. Carat Magic. <laughs> popular song, Matt. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. I can see why. Yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) There we go. Well, J-Man, I got a bad bad song. 
And it fell into my lap, as you put it. It did. Last last week, our buddy, Nurse Sherry, sent me a picture of her and I in our old high school days, sitting on a couch, and I labeled the picture Bonnie and Clyde. And our lovely friend, a former Wapak Canadian Ohioan, now lives in the Mile High State, or whatever they call it, Colorado. She said she liked this song, and I said, well, I'm going to play it on this Sunday show. And I hate to break my promises, as you know, J-Man. Uh-huh. So here uh-huh. you go. I believe they're German. The German band Luna. With a song <laughs> called Bonnie and Clyde. Vous avez lu l'histoire de Jesse James? Comment il vécu? Comment il est mort? Ça vous a plu, hein? Vous en demandez encore. Eh bien, écoutez l'histoire de Bonnie and Clyde. Alors voilà, Clyde a une petite amie. Elle est belle et son prénom c'est Bonnie. À deux formes, le Ganbaro. came out of a uh, one of those Facebook quizzes when you and Smoop were the Bonnie and Clyde of Bagwan, Ohio or something like that. I can't remember. And uh, that reminded her of her, her favorite song. I'd hate, to, I'd hate to hear her least favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. All right, then. Well, there's our worst song for the week. There we go, people. All right. So, yeah, I think uh, what we need to do now is uh, yeah. we need to be reminded about uh, the fact that uh, the war on Christmas is actually uh, it's over. Somebody won it. One side won. <laughs> and, uh-huh. uh, and they have uh, they have the Piotas to thank for that. That's right. Yeah. President-elect of the United States, Donald Trump, has declared victory. Well, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Anyway, he, uh, he's here this week with us to uh, tell everybody about it. Excellent. Take it away, Piotas DT. <laughs> oh, come on. This is going to go down as the greatest, most bigly amazing and incredible Christmas in the history of America, and it's all thanks to me, Donald Trump, a.k.a. Father Christmas. American people elected me to do two things. Make America great again, we're working on that, and make Christmas great again, 
and I have already delivered on that even before being inaugurated. Boom. This week, I was in Indiana where I personally, by myself, saved 110,000 jobs from going to Mexico simply by warning Carrier that they don't want to get on my bad side before my presidency even starts. I saved Christmas for all those workers. You're welcome. I was also in Cincinnati this week as a part of my thank you tour where I'm going around the country and I'm giving millions and millions of Americans the opportunity to thank me for winning the election. There were at least 75,000 people in the arena, another 100,000 outside, every single one of them, every single one of them wished me personally a Merry Christmas. I deserved it. I thanked them. I got nothing, nothing but Merry Christmas from everyone I met this week. It was incredible. I even got a Merry Christmas from the president of Taiwan, and you know she isn't even a Christian. And, and, this is important, she is head of, wait for it, the Democratic Progressive Party in Taiwan. Boom. Yes, that's right. Democrats wishing me Merry Christmas. I'm not just going to make America great again. I'm going to make the world great again. Even Democrats who aren't Christians, none of them are. I got another call this week, though. And this was very important. This, this meant so much to me. I got a call from Santa Claus himself. It's amazing. It was a beautiful call. Santa is a beautiful man. He's a decent man. I didn't know he had such a thick Russian accent, but that's okay. He's a good, good, decent man. He's done great things for people all his life. And he wanted to thank me again, which I deserved. He wanted to thank me for making Christmas great again. He said the last seven years have been so depressing, but it's going to be okay now because of me. I saved Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to me, most importantly. Santa, you're welcome. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for IWS Radio. <laughs> All right. There you have it. That was beautiful. That was a message of hope and inspiration from El Trumpo. <clears throat> I like it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people didn't realize that uh, thank you tour was actually so people could thank him rather than... Him, thank you. <laughs> and you know, J-Man, when I think of Christians, they're at the top of my list. The Trump. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's lived his life in an exemplary fashion. Sure. Continues to do so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oddly enough, doesn't wear a wedding. We have a Oh, well, that's okay. Weird. Weird. Many of the women he hits on do, but you know that's that's his life. <laughs> that's his target-rich environment right there, marrying women. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> Settle down, Don. And we have Settle some breaking. <laughs> we have some breaking news, man. The Twitter machine informs me. Oh boy. From uh, 
Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver, New York Giants, is reminding everyone tonight on Twitter that, and I quote, grammar police income is 0.00. Get a new job. All right. Get a new job. He's got a point. You grammar police out there. Not getting paid to be the grammar police. Yes, well said, Mr. Beckham Jr. So what else we got happening here? You know what? What? I got an actual uh, war on Christmas incident happening. Not too far from Redneckville. Yeah, well, in case there's people out there thinking it's not happening. Park, the Dateline, Parkville, Missouri, just north of Kansas City, where for the last 30 years... Residents have decorated trees along Highway 9 for Christmas. However, they woke up one day this week to find that the Missouri Department of Transportation, better known as MoDOT, has taken all the decorations down. Scrooges. It seems as though they were ordered to do so by their bosses after one person called to complain. One complaint, the complaint was that the decorations could be a hazard on the highway. Wind could blow one of those ornaments out onto the road, Matt. Somebody drive over well, it, shred a tire. It, it well, hasn't happened in 30 what. years, but it could happen. No, I know it could. And if those are those trees are on state right-of-way <laughs> and it causes an accident, well, lawsuit. Yep, and a little lawsuit, a little lawsuit on our hands. Yep. Besides <clears throat> that, they put tinsel out. God, they'll be cleaning up that tinsel in June. <laughs> oh my God! And then the deers will eat it, and God, deer will eat the tinsel, and they'll 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 crap glitter. Because <laughs> they will. kind of got us off. He was talking more of a war on Christians rather than a war on Christmas, which right. was the subject du jour. And like right. you said, we we say it's just a marketed thing by by Fox News mainly. Bill O'Reilly pretty much started this 12 years sure. ago or whatever. Are you, or he well, kind of rekindled yeah. you know, the Go ahead. I'll tell you what. There's a couple people I know who who really do feel that there's a war on Christmas. And uh, one of them is my very own, my lovely wife, the one and only Schmoop. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, yeah. She's got a little something to say about the war on Christmas. Hi, all. Schmoop here. You know, Schmoop, the official and adorable deli queen of the IWS radio show. And let me tell you, while Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, and all of those other idiots over at Fox News continue to blather on about some non-existent war on Christmas, 
I actually am involved in a very real and very personal war on Christmas. See, when growing up, Mom was making sure that the Christmas dinner was ready and the presents were in place for us under the Christmas tree. Yet my dad was busy falling into said tree, all the while blaming Mom and all of us for his Christmas drunk. And then, dig it, later in life, I spent 14 years with non-divorced Matt before he finally got divorced. During those years, I wasn't eligible to go to the Mahoney family Christmas Eve party, even though his old high school girlfriend, Cherry, had been to many back in the day. It <coughs> pissed me off. But now, he's divorced, we're married, and I have now been to two Mahoney Christmases. And let me tell you, I hate them. I have one <laughs> sister-in-law constantly coming up to me, asking me where the hell Rhino is. And Party Marty is constantly bobbing and weaving and spilling pots of chili all over the floor. Hell, they should call him Retardy Marty. Dumbass. The entire Mahoney Christmas Eve spectacle sucks. And I mean it sucks. Jesus on donkey dick sucks. It's awful. I was once pissed that I was never invited to one. And now I'm even more pissed that I am subjected to them. So yeah, there is a war on Christmas. And every December 24th, I become the singular POW in this war. As I am captured and thrown unceremoniously into Stalag Mahoney. <laughs> For IWS Radio, this has been the adorable and yuletide suffering deli queen. That's very that's, unfortunate. That's, yeah, that's that's too bad. <clears throat> I do feel I feel sorry for. Her. Well, as they say, Jay, man, be careful what you wish yeah. for. So there you go. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All she wanted in life was to go to the Mahoney family Christmas, and now, yep, all she wants in life is to avoid it. <laughs> I know, very hurtful. <laughs> well, you know, she did mention you guys. You mentioned Bill O'Reilly. O'Reilly is very serious about this this war on Christmas oh, situation yeah. here, and he has some thoughts on the people who uh, he thinks are behind it. And Uh-oh. this is a uh, story on Fox News about a, uh, a a school that had to change the words to uh, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas play. So take it away, Fox News. A lot of outrage in one Kentucky school district after its production outrage. of the Charlie Brown Christmas was altered to remove all references to religion. It happened after the district got a complaint from a parent about the part in the Peanuts classic where Linus quotes a passage from the Bible about the birth of Jesus. The school says it didn't want a lawsuit. Linus is a little kid who is uh, smart. He's a smart Peanuts character, mm-hmm. and uh, he carries around a blanket. Yes, that's and him. He, yes. Uh, and he whips out all these uh, very smart things. Mm-hmm. The yeah. TV show that, that is shown every year annually, and then there's a play 
um, based upon it as well. But anyway, look, these people who threaten to sue over religious references, um, we shouldn't be caving in. This is terrorism, too. I yeah. think that's terrorism. <laughs> they're terrorists, Matt. No, I know there is. Uh, terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and the important thing about a subject like this is to uh, is to not make a outrageous ad hominem attacks <laughs> yeah. <of> people. <laughs> yeah. To just you know state your position and respectful discussion. Or sure. call the other side terrorist. You can call the other yeah. side terrorist also if you want. That's, I guess you could do that. And by the way, I believe the uh, <laughs> the quote that Linus cited was from the book of Luke. So, yeah. Right. Right. And uh, although I will tell you one thing about that. Better know your Bible, uh-huh. man. Yeah. <laughs> you better know your Bible. Absolutely. Forever money maker. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Mind you of that. But what's funny, if you go back, you go to uh, YouTube and you look up that video and you watch the whole thing, uh, Bill O'Reilly kind of uh, he kind of got his fellow uh, Fox News outrages uh, because he asked them if they knew the quote and none of them did. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I brought that up. That's excellent. I did not know that. Yeah. But I bet, I I bet that O'Reilly didn't know it either. Well, I bet O'Reilly not. didn't know it either. He, just, he was just, <laughs> he was just, you know, trying to look cool. Well, I'll tell you what, and here's what I do like about Fox News, you know, Bill O'Reilly citing a fictional character named Linus, and but to balance that out, when talking about the war on Christmas, uh, Fox News doesn't always go to imaginary figures and or characters to get a comment about it, J-Man. Sometimes uh-huh. they go to the source of reality. Take it away. What do you make of the political uh, correctness part of our culture? Have you seen it change over time? Uh, I have. I, uh, you know, I never had a problem being Santa Claus. But uh, there was a time a few years back when um, suddenly I started showing up at Christmas parties and was told that um, they were having holiday parties, and so therefore they didn't need a Santa anymore. And uh, at about that time, that was the time when I think the Surgeon General said that Santa should lay off the cookies and start picking up more uh, carrots and broccoli. And Mm -hmm. I heard that uh, Santa's in Australia had to say ha, 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 so as not to offend certain gals, and uh, that Santas in England weren't allowed to have children on their laps anymore. Yeah. Uh, so as not to um, yeah. create an image yeah. of impropriety. Sure. In the name of the Father, <laughs> and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah, straight to the source. Yeah, and I, I want to Speaking meet these of, uh, people. I want to meet these people who ordered a Santa Claus to come to their party and then say he's not wanted. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
And have we sent anybody to Australia to see if Santa says ha ha ha? No, we have. Are we just, are we just gonna take Fox News' word for that? I don't think we are. We're gonna have to. We're at, yeah. we're gonna have to call Maru up, see if she can make a trip back to the land down under. Right. Exactly. But I did see this week that they're, uh, the Mall of America uh, will have uh, one of their uh, Santas is going to be a black Santa. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, to prove that we are not a, you know, big, uh, thoughtful, considerate, politically correct culture, <laughs> as if we didn't already in the election, uh, the Minneapolis Star Tribune had to turn off comments on the article about it because of all of the over-the-top racism and racial slurs being directed at Black Santa. <laughs> Black Santa. <laughs> uh-huh. Or as I deemed him years ago, back in the Bagwine days, Bantu Claws. Bantu Claws, yes. <clears throat> yep. Some people, uh, look, you know, like Megan Kelly told us a few years ago, look, Santa yeah, well, uh, Jay and Jamie dig it. Some of the no, comments. have we got that? Uh, yeah, uh, Jay, man, some of the comments were probably kind of like this. Hold on, because I want to get to this other topic. So in Slate, they have a piece uh, on .com, Santa Claus should not be a white man anymore. And when I saw this headline, I kind of laughed, and I said, oh, this is so ridiculous. Yet another person claiming it's racist to have a white Santa. You know, and by the way, for all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white, but this person is just arguing that that maybe we should we should also have a black Santa. But you know, Santa is what he is, and just so you know, we're just debating this because someone wrote about it, kids. But just because it makes you feel uncomfortable doesn't mean it has to change. You know, I mean, Jesus was a white man too, but you you know, it's like. We have, he was a historical figure. I mean, that's a verifiable fact, as is Santa. I just want right. the kids watching to know that. Yeah. But my point is, how do you just revise it, you know, in the middle of the legacy of the story and change Santa from white to black? Yeah. Why aren't you at church? <laughs> that's a good question. And it's a very good question, yeah. Herg. <laughs> very good. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Uh, you know, Jesus looked a lot like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't look Middle Eastern at all. Whiter than Schmoop. Whiter than Schmoop. <laughs> Jesus was whiter than Tim Kaine. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and uh, of course uh, uh Saint Nicholas, who uh Santa Claus was uh, based on uh being uh, Greek and Turk was of course <laughs> yeah, very white. Very white. Yeah. <laughs> and Semitic <clears throat> Jesus was white Semitic Jesus. Right. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Jesus was uh you know, let's see, Jesus uh a deceptive speed. <laughs> Hard worker. Yeah. Very well. Put, put in a lot of practice time. <laughs> exactly. He was plucky. He was pesky. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody in the league could uh could out uh, compete him. <laughs> no. Deceptive speed. <laughs> right. He was one of those glue guys. Kept the team together. 
That's right. Great locker room guy. Great locker room guy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. Yes, oh, boy. Yep. You know, my favorite thing that ever happened in the war on Christmas, my favorite moment from the war on Christmas so far was, uh, I don't know what year it was. This was a few years back. Bill O'Reilly daily, I mean, every day, you know, war on Christmas, war on Christmas, war on Christmas. And then it turned out that if you went to the Fox News store, you found the <laughs> O'Reilly Factor Happy Holidays ornament. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's funny, too. Um, <laughs> he went on about the war on Christmas. And then uh, I was watching some audio or videos on YouTube the other day. <laughs> yeah, that nut job. He's a far left nut job, sing Uyghur of Young Turks. But he had a good one. Oh, um, yeah, I know the the promo the uh, <laughs> the promo before uh, the Bill O'Reilly segment on War on Christmas from Fox News said, "Happy holidays from Fox News." <laughs> uh-huh. You know, and it's so funny when they they get exposed like that. Yet, uh, yeah, people don't believe it. They're like, no, 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 no. He's a true believer. It's this isn't about dividing people or in you know, marketing or anything like that. It's the real thing. Bush 43 had happy holidays and or season greetings on his Christmas cards. So did Barack Obama. So did every damn near every president before him. Trump won't. Hell no. He's going to go straight to the Merry Christmas action. He's probably going to call up the Dalai Lama and say, Merry Christmas, Dolly. (laughs) Actually, he'll say, hello, Dolly. Hey, <laughs> 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 anyway, let the people know the the uh, phone lines are open still. If you want to call in and insult Christmas, <laughs> on the War on Christmas hotline at six six one two four four nine eight five two. You know, there was another uh, war happened uh, this week. We kind of alluded really? to it earlier. There was uh, uh, an incident that our Canadian Bureau chief was involved oh, in. Well, she, she, was, she, was, she was the victim here. She was. She's definitely the victim. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and we, need to, uh, we need to go ahead and address it while we're waiting for other people to call in. Yes. <laughs> this is what happened. This is, Jamie told us about this during the show. First. So get this. Yesterday oh. was uh-huh. my check day, right? So we're going to go grocery shopping at at Walmart, right? And as we always Uh do afterwards, we are going to have McDonald's. Right. Mm -hmm. So my sister goes to the cashier and orders our dinner and orders extra pickles on my um, Big Mac. Mm -hmm. They had no pickles. What the hell? I bet they used to work at Subway. Huh, Jay? <laughs> Probably so. Oh, my what God. What hell? is the people in pickles? 
Why I know. Get what the hell? What the hell's a Big Mac without the pickles? You know, two all beef special patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions. <laughs> <sighs> so my sister mouthed to me, "You can't get extra pickles." I said, "Why not?" She said, "There are no pickles." I said, "Who doesn't have pickles?" Oh, like that. We're we're causing a bit of a scene at that point. But anyway, so she bucket. said, "Well." Yeah, we caused her a little ruckus. Or maybe I did. She didn't. <laughs> I, I was like, how long is this guy going to be? Where did he have to go? She said, I'm not asking all that. Just not getting pickles. So I didn't have no pickles on my Big Mac. That's cool. That's unbelievable. I'll put up with that for a second. Yeah. I hope you went up to him and pointed at him and said, IWS Radio is going to hear about this. <laughs> Yep. So, uh, <clears throat> shout out to the Walmart, the Walmart on Upper James in Hamilton, mm-hmm. Ontario, Canada. You are on IWS probation. Yes, you are. This better be a one-time incident. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put up with it again. No. Jamie wants extra pickles on her Big Mac, and she better get them. Next time she's there, or else. And her neck, and her next Big Mac should be free. You know that's a good point. It ought to be free. If you can't provide the pickles that you promise, right up there on the menu says pickles. You right. promised it. You guaranteed it. You didn't deliver on your promise. Oh, yeah. Come on, let's make it right. McDonald's at Walmart yeah. on Upper James Street. I agree. Free Big Mac. You know what? Just make the whole meal free. Big Mac, fries, soft drink. There you go. We'd be good with that. We'd let it go after that. Yeah. Just something like that, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll give you good press next time. And uh, we have some more breaking news, Matt. Oh. Apparently, in an interview with Red State, (laughs) notice Donald J. Trump stated emphatically, China is our enemy and they want to destroy us. Over that whole China thing. <laughs> I think that settles that. If anybody's worried, China, but I'd, I'd be a little more diplomatic <laughs> about it. Yeah. In case anybody was worried that he was just going to make it worse, there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> of diplomacy, J-Man, something you brought up, I believe, yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, J-Man and I have a war going on ourselves. It's not a, specifically a war on Christmas. It's a war on Christmas songs. And we were uh-huh. both irritating the other with lousy yeah. <laughs> Christmas songs posted to one another's Facebook page. Oh, yes, and it's not over. 
it's not over. Oh, sure I know it's not to. over. I'm sure you're going to retaliate again. Let me tell you, I have. I am, Jay. I have my own arsenal. <laughs> Jay, man, fired the last salvo of last Christmas pie. Wham, wham. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. <laughs> oh, boy. I was going to comment on that one, Jay, man, with the following. At least drive-by Mike wasn't singing it. What he did last year, and it just creeped me out more than, <laughs> than, the, than the original song. I'm surprised he hasn't uh, recorded that and sent it to Jamie. <laughs> I'm surprised too. <laughs> oh boy! Tell you what, Jamie. Yeah. Someone else is pretty uh, ticked off about the war on Christmas. You know, you and I don't see it that much. Uh, people making too much of it on both sides. But one of our very own here at IWS is taking it to heart. Mm-hmm. Mild-mannered guy, get along good, good guy, always upbeat, but he's a little ticked. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, our sports director won oh, no. emotion. Yes, one emotional Slider Ballscock. Hi, sports fans. Slider Ballscock here. And please allow me the time and afford me the effort to get something off of my chest of drawers. I am upset with secular bench warmers who are constantly trying to eliminate Christmas and stuff the holy baby Jesus back into the fertile tomb of the Virgin Mary. But try as they might to win their unholy war on Christmas, it's too late. The Messiah is out of Isadora's box, and you can't put the genie back into the bottle. However, you can get a 10-cent return on the bottle in Vermont, Michigan, and Hawaii. <laughs> Friends, Christmas is a season of hope, a season of giving, and a season of joy. For me personally, Christmas is about waking up Christmas morning at Queso de Ballscock to the tinkle of the tree, a warm fire firing, and the smell of hot chocolate, soft-boiled eggs, and cream of granola that my wife Patty has made for the Ballscock Bunch. So, to all of you Christmas haters out there who say season's greetings, happy holidays, or Hey, Slider, why haven't you been fired yet? I say unto you, decades ago, in the city of Joseph, unto you was born a Savior, and his name is Merry Christmas. And that's all I have to say about that. So for now, this is Slider Ballscock, stuffing my wife's stocking with my goodies, and headed to Walmart for AA batteries, and mistletoe. But for more great IWS radio with Jay and Matt, you stay right there. He's a little fired up. Oh, yeah. He sounded He's a little fired angry. up. Yep. <coughs> uh, angry sports director there. Down at the bowling alley. Setting them up, knocking them down. That's right. 
Well, you know, that line about, you know, why have you been fired yet? We would never fire Slider. He's the greatest. I know. What's wrong with people? Yeah. But firing because, uh, you know, he has different views than us? Hell no. That's part of what makes IWS so great. If he had more time, which he didn't, I cut, I cut the boy off, you know, because audio is expensive, mm-hmm. J-Man. Even though he's a graduate of Eastern Kentucky, he wanted to let everyone know that his real alma mater is uh, Pennsylvania State University, and he wanted to congratulate the Gritty Lions on Uh their uh, (laughs) championship. (laughs) Uh Yeah, the Gritty Lions Uh heading to uh, Pasadena. Into Pasadena for the Rose Bowl against uh, USC, University of Southern California. Yeah. Or is it South Carolina? Who knows? They just said USC. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> right. Just like OSU, could be the could be Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Oregon State. Sure. I think it would be very fitting if Penn State went and played the Cox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Penn State, unhappy. They think they belonged in the uh, college football playoffs. Sure. By virtue of their win over Ohio State. Now, I see their yeah. argument. Sure. Ohio State's argument is, well, you know, Ohio State we, uh, did get hosed by the refs in that game. <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, so that pass interference <laughs> thing that did not <laughs> called. So, anyway, you got Alabama playing Washington and Clemson playing Ohio State. Yeah. And Penn State wishes that they were in or thinks they should be in the playoffs. But honestly, uh, would you rather – which would you rather do, Matt? Would you rather go to the Rose Bowl in Southern California on New Year's Day mm-hmm. when it's going to be, you know, 70 degrees and sunny – and you can go to the beach, and you can go to a a, 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 a big movie a blockbuster uh, premiere. And you can meet celebrities, and you can go to Disney World, or you could go to Atlanta and have Alabama beat your brains in. <laughs> what would you rather? Oh, I don't know. I think I'd, I'd take Pasadena. Oh, yeah, I'd go to Pasadena, too. I think it's a great opportunity, you know, to just go out there to Pasadena and claim you belonged over there playing that team that would beat you by a score of 54 to 10. (laughs) Yes. Great. So, anyway, and congratulations to the uh, mighty Arkansas Razorbacks who will play (laughs) Virginia Tech in the Belk Bowl (laughs) in Charlotte, North Carolina, December 29th. I think I need to make plans for something else to do because Virginia Tech's going to kick Arkansas's ass. <laughs> They're not bad. I watched them against Clemson. We we cannot handle that <laughs> if they play like that. No, no, no. I'll tell you what, though. I think Ohio State will beat Clemson. I don't think the defense has oh, the wherewithal to stay with OSU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
think I think Ohio State can shut them down enough. Exactly, yeah. it'll be enough. Yes, and Clemson can't. Right, kind of like the kind of like Alabama did to Clemson last year, just enough. They yep. just a little bit more, <clears throat> and then we'll have the titanic struggle of Ohio State and Alabama. Very exciting for the national championship. And if that comes to fruition, yeah. I'll be actually saying roll tide just for the comedic value at the beer mine <laughs> with all the Buckeye fans uh-huh. rolling through. <laughs> yes. Although it would be it'd be a little bit hilarious if Washington played Clemson in the championship game and nobody outside of South Carolina and Seattle tuned in. Well, yeah, that would be funny too. That would be great. Yeah, I'd love that. Uh, I would tune in for that. That'd be all kinds of fun. Yeah. Washington's got a nine game right there. Yep. Yeah. I watched them play uh, Colorado in that Pac 12 championship. And whipped them. Colorado's a good team. Oh, I know. Or is it? As the guys down at the barbershop would say, now that Colorado, it's a good football team, I tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) And we have 10 minutes left in the show. If you'd like to call in on the Husky hotline at 661-244-9852. And while you're pondering whether to do that or not, Jamie Maple Leaf has something to say to all of you. Hey, Schwoop, I love your panties moist. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Who doesn't? What? You are fascinated with sex. <laughs> hey, Jamie, come on. You know what we could do? You know what we could do? What could we do? We could play our good songs. Hey, you know what? We could. Go ahead. Why don't you start us off, J-Man? Uh, well, I will. And you know that Bruno Mars song, it was so awful. I think Bruno Mars was trying to be more like uh, this guy, who's also a native of South Carolina. And we all know who the godfather of soul is. Oh, yeah. I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. I knew that I
about a couple of outlaws, some uh-huh. agent provocateurs. Well, my good song stayed along <laughs> those lines, and I went with a couple of outlaws. Take it away, you handsome duo. My mama and my daddy told me love is a two-way street. Lately, baby, you've been finding new ways of dragging your feet. So come on, make your best shot. You don't have to take the blame. I'll be your bell star. You can be my Jesse James. There's lonely people everywhere from Abilene to Arkansas. Cover you to think love was against the law Well, I don't need a pistol, baby You don't have to rob a train well, You can be my bell star And I can be your chest chain had a thing for Amy Lou Harris. Oh, yeah, the sexiest, the sexiest gray-haired oh. woman in America. Oh, oh man. I'm telling you, man. Phew. Talk about finer with age, man. Mm-hmm. That woman. Hell yeah. I'd like to. Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, folks, uh, by the way, don't, do not go looking for the video of Earl Thomas's injury uh, tonight. In the Is it bad? Seattle, Carolina game. We have uh, Paul Crumry, Crumry, whatever his name was. Crumry, yeah. Tim Crumry. Yeah, situation. Yeah. Oh, boy. Got a Crumry oh. situation out there. Ooh. Oh, my legs are going bibbidi-bop. Like tingle a little just thinking about it. Anyway, back to Emily Harris. How you doing, home baby? How you doing, baby? All right then. Well, all right. I think we've uh, I think we settled the war on Christmas. I think we took care of it. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. It's, I guess it's. I mean, it's still gonna rage. You know, a few battles here and there, but I think. Uh, sure. I think we won. I think we won not, the war on Christmas. Yeah, and I think we all want because whether it rages or not, uh, I plan on having a nice Christmas. How about you, Jay, man? Absolutely. I don't th- don't think that either either side is going to stop me from no. celebrating Christmas my own way. Yeah. My own happy, happy, joy, joy way. Sure. Someone tells me happy holidays, season greetings, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah. I'll just say, hey, thank you. Same to you. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't uh 
It's not a, they're not a threat to me in my, no. uh, my Christianity. No. So. You either have faith <clears throat> or you right, don't. Then. No matter what anyone says, right. Michael. Yeah, I can't, can't take it away from you. All right, then. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, get everybody out of here with a little music, and then we can say our goodbyes. What do you yeah, say, because I gotta, Yeah, because i got to pick up Schmoop and get her into some dry panties. So nice. go ahead, Jamie. Exactly. So thanks, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. And here we go. Speaking of uh, the Christmas season, let's kick it off here with uh, Clem Burke. And Elliot Easton and those other two guys with the empty hearts and some joyful noise. All right. Joyful noise.
Yeah. Rock on, everybody. And we will be back next week at high noon. Back to our regular time. We thank everybody for listening. We thank uh, Jamie and Mr. Jesse Ferg there and Bobby and Guy and Michael. Thanks for calling. And uh, everybody have a a great week. Have a safe week. And uh, that's it. I don't know where Matt is. Everybody, peace out. Bye.